0: good morning welcome to stony creek united methodist church i am pastor michael i'm happy to see you all here and uh to those who might be joining us in our parking lot listening on the radio could we get a couple car honks so we know you can hear us okay awesome thank you so much and welcome to those of you uh joining us via facebook live or listening to this later on our podcast or our call-in number it is the first sunday after christmas uh, both in liturgical terms and quite literally. Um, so do we have any announcements? Anyone? Anyone? Once, twice? Okay. Um, I, uh, one quick thing. I will be uh, traveling with my family tomorrow afternoon to Illinois f- for a week, so next Sunday you will be doing um, something of a hymn sing, but it's more than that. Uh, next Sunday you're going to get some hymn history. Uh, and the praise team is going to take some lead on that and tell you all kinds of cool stuff about things you might have never known um, about some of your favorite hymns. So. Um, and we agreed for Tammy that that would be the last Sunday we would be playing Christmas hymns because she needs a break. Um, <laughs> so make sure you are here next week to get your fill. Um, but I will turn it over to your liturgist now, and we will begin our worship service.
1: Good morning Church. I have one announcement. Our Bible study just finished up because of Bethlehem and on January 18th we're going to start a new session and we're going to do books of the Bible and the first one we're going to do is Ruth and then at Advent we're going to do Max Lakata because of the nails. Will you please join me in call to worship. Arise, shine, for your light has come.
2: The glory of the Lord has risen upon us.
1: Come, worship the Lord of glory.
2: Proclaim God's praise among the nations.
1: Our first hymn is He is Born in the hymnal 228. Will you please rise if you can? seated. Our opening prayer, will you please join me. God, you place the star in the sky to draw wise folks to the place of Christ's nativity. There, you reveal the mysteries of your entire purpose for all humanity. God made flesh, born of Mary, opening to all the world the promise you made to him and Sarah. Empower your church to be as the light of the star, that we may draw the world to the glory of Christ Lord, through whom we pray, amen. Again, if you're able, will you please stand for, we can sing, my three, excuse me, we three kings. please join me in the affirmation of faith we believe in God the creator of all things the giver of life and breath we believe in Jesus Christ born Emmanuel God with us baptized and revealed the most beloved Son of God he sought to heal humanity ever-present ever God and the and promise of eternal, eternal life thanks, thanks be to God, God. Amen. you may be seated
0: we will again uh, ask that if you'd like to make an offering or a gift to use the uh, white church in the back of the sanctuary in the narthex um, But God intends to unite all creation so that all may share in the promises of God's new reign. Therefore, with gratitude and joy, let us render tributes and bring gifts, for we have access to God in boldness and confidence through faith in Christ. Please rise and join me in our doxology. Glorious God, you led the Magi to seek Jesus, your holy child born of Mary. Overjoyed in the presence of his radiant light, these Magi knelt down at the infant's crib and offered him precious gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We too offer our gifts in gratitude, reverence, and thanksgiving for the birth of your child, whom you called to lead the world into fullness of life. Receive and bless these offerings as a joyful sign of the boundless love and abundant life we are called to share in Christ. Amen. And if you would join me in the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. You may be seated. And if you would join me once again in an attitude of prayer. In confidence, let us pray to the Lord, saying, God of wisdom, glorious light, hear our prayer. Loving God, through Christ, you call us into your covenant with Abraham and Sarah, for your church throughout the world, that it may be a faithful witness, declaring your wisdom to all authorities. God of wisdom, glorious light, hear our prayer the magi came to king herod in trust but he betrayed their trust and perpetrated unspeakable evil for the leaders of the government that they may reject the way of herod and exercise their authority in truth justice and mercy god of mercy glorious light hear our prayer mary and joseph mary and jesus fled before the wrath of herod and became refugees in egypt For all those who suffer from political oppression, injustice, or war, and especially for refugees, God of justice, glorious light, hear our prayer. Joseph dreamed a future for his son and obeyed your will for his family. For all families that they may live in peace according to your will, God of peace, glorious light, hear our prayer. The Holy Family lived with neighbors and received help from strangers. For our neighborhoods that they may be communities of human flourishing, offering kindness to strangers. God of harmony, glorious light, hear our prayer. Hear all our prayers, gracious God, and grant us to live as heirs of your promise through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And if you would join me aloud in our prayer for illumination. Spirit of God, in the proclamation of your word, reveal to us the hidden mystery of your love in Christ and strengthen our faith that we may approach you with boldness. Amen.
1: Our first scripture reading this morning is from Numbers twenty two verses twenty one through thirty. So Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the officials to Moab. Balaam, the donkey, and the angel. God's anger was kindly kindled because he was going. The angel of the Lord took his stand in the road as the adversary. Now he was riding the donkey and his two servants were with him. The donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. So the donkey turned off the road and went into the field, and Balaam struck the donkey to turn back into the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path between the vineyards with a wall on either side. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it scraped against the wall and scraped Baram's foot against the wall. So he struck it again. Then the angel of the Lord went ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room way for either to turn right or left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it laid down under Balm and Balm's anger was kindled. And he struck the donkey with a staff. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey and it said to Balm, what have I done to you that you have struck me three times? Balaam said to the donkey, because you have made a fool of me, I wished I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. But the donkey said to Balaam, I am not your donkey, which you have ridden all your life to this day. Have I not been the habit of treating you this way? And he said, no. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God now will we stand and sing our song there's a song in the air please rise if you can
0: The second scripture we're reading this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. This section of text is headed the visit of the wise men. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the peoples, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For for, from you... Thanks be to God. If you would please join me again in an attitude of prayer. God of all time, we praise and adore you for breaking into the darkness of this world with the glorious light of your presence, a light which made your love for the world visible in the babe born in Bethlehem, Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. A light which guided those gift-bearing travelers from afar to find and worship the Christ child. A light which leads us to you, now revealed in Jesus Christ. We pray that you will accept our worship, for it arises from hearts and minds in awe over the enormity of your gift to us of pure love. And now may the words of my mouth the meditations of our hearts together in this place Be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, good morning to you all. This is it. This is the very last Sunday of 2021. Can I get an amen? What a year. Although, to be honest, at least for me, the last few years have... All kinds of melding together, and I'm not really sure I can easily remember what happened when exactly anymore. I know a lot happened, but I'm not so confident in my memory of what happened in which year at this point. Oh well, just a few more days until 2022 and 365 brand new days waiting for all kinds of potential and possibility. This is also the final sermon in our Advent and Christmas Sermon Series, Angels with a Message. Throughout this series, we have looked at the various messages that were brought by angels to some very key people in the story of Jesus' birth. We had Zachariah and Elizabeth, the parents of John the Baptist who would come before Jesus to help the people prepare for Jesus' coming. We, of course, had Mary and Joseph in their individual encounters with angels, telling them all about what was going to happen. And then we had the message delivered to the shepherds out in the fields who would search out the newborn baby who was set to bring so much good into the world. But what about now? Are we not done with angels and their messages? There is not any mention of angels really in our reading from Matthew this morning, and the only message about an angel in our first reading from the book of Numbers was kind of dark and scary if, you're, if you think about it, giant angel with a flaming sword. So what's left? Why are we still talking about angels? Well, let's go back to our reading from Matthew and, and do some digging to see if we can clear some of that up. Here we have the story of the Magi, the wise men from the east who saw the star and have come to see this newborn king. And when King Herod, who was in charge at this time, when he gets wind of this, he panics and calls all of the chief priests and the scribes together to find out where this new king was supposed to be born. And they tell him that according to the prophet... The birth will happen in Bethlehem. And they are quoting from potentially at least two different places in the Old Testament, as this phrase or declaration is found both in Micah chapter 5, verse 2, and in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 2. Micah is, of course, believed to have been written by Micah. Uh, who was believed to have lived during the reigns of Jotham, Ahaz and Hezekiah, or roughly 750 BCE to 700 BCE. Second Samuel does not name any specific author, but the material found within it is believed to be from documents written and collected by the prophets Nathan, Gad and Samuel. Second Samuel is set in the time of around 1011 BCE to 971 BCE, but modern scholars believe that the content was all compiled and composed circa 630 BCE to 540 BCE. Clear, right? Perfect. Now that we got that out of the way, Herod calls the wise men to him secretly and tells them to go find this child so that he can go and, and pay homage as well. Yeah, right. Herod. Whether this one or any of the other ones mentioned in scripture, not a nice guy. This is the same Herod that I mentioned back on December 19th, who had changed some things regarding the temple and the rules and laws and caused a lot of unhappiness and fighting and rioting. This is the same Herod who helps there be less peace at the time of Jesus' birth. Thanks a lot, Herod. But the wise men go along and they find Jesus and they are overwhelmed with joy when they get there. So they go inside, they find Mary with Jesus, and they kneel down and pay Jesus homage. And then they proceed to present Jesus with treasure chests of gifts. Specifically, they bring Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Sounds pretty good, right? When was the last time someone gave you a treasure chest full of gold? Or at least one that was not filled with Chocolate coins covered in gold-colored foil wrapping. Although those are pretty tasty, so... Either way. So we read that, and having been warned in a dream to not return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Ha ha! Outsmarted old man Herod right there. Good for them. But where... Is the angel or angels delivering the message here, Pastor? Well, some argue that the dream that they were warned to stay away from Herod was brought by an angel, just like Joseph's dream of an angel. But there is no specific mention of an angel, so we cannot be completely sure. There is still a message here, though, a message of warning. And actually, there are two. First off, we have the obvious message of warning that the wise men get in their dream to not go back to Herod and not to tell him anything. They are warned to go back to their own country and avoid Herod completely. That one's pretty straightforward for the readers. But there is another message of warning that may not be quite so obvious, or at least not right away. Do you remember the gifts of these wise men? gold frankincense and myrrh now some of you already may know this but for others have you ever wondered what frankincense and myrrh were i mean i think everyone knows what gold is or at least most people beyond a certain age in their youth but what about this frankincense and myrrh were they just as valuable as gold well, frankincense was derived from tree sap and it was fairly costly in that time period. Frankincense typically was a or had a very pleasant fragrance and was used throughout Jewish history in animal and grain sacrifices. Now don't get ahead of me here just yet. Myrrh was a preservative and liquid resin that according to the book of Genesis was used in the ancient world to protect the human body from decomposition after death. Some of you, I know, are already seeing where this is going now. Yes, these gifts were worthy of royalty, which confirms the wise men seeing Jesus as a king. But the frankincense and myrrh also carry a darker meaning. Frankincense was foreshadowing of the sacrifice that Jesus would ultimately make for the salvation of the world. And myrrh would confirm his death in that sacrifice. These gifts, whether the wise men were intentional in these meanings or simply bringing gifts worthy of a king and worth a great deal of money, These gifts brought a message of warning that one day Jesus would give his life to save the world. Now, I cannot really imagine that Mary or Joseph had any idea really about this foreshadowing. And I even wonder if when Jesus was hung on the cross, if Mary remembered back to those gifts and made any kind of connection. But the warning is there. Jesus was going to die. He was going to die a king, but still die to bring about all of the things that the angels had told everyone that he would do. He would die to save the people from their sins. He would die to bring about righteousness and justice. He would die the Son of God and Son of Man, this long-awaited Messiah to save the world if i'm being honest i hope and pray that neither mary nor joseph caught on to this foreshadowing as i cannot even imagine the sense of guilt or sadness that it would have brought them can any of you imagine what that might have have felt like all the while holding this precious child your firstborn in your arms I can't even fathom what that would be like, and I hope that no one ever does. But this message of warning is also still a message of hope, faith, joy, peace, and new life for all of humanity and creation. This message of warning foretells the coming sacrifice that Jesus would make for the salvation of this world. Jesus did not come into the world to condemn it, but in order that Jesus might save it through the love and grace of God. We have just a few more days left in the year 2021. I know that this has been a hard year for everyone. I know last year was a hard year for everyone. And to be honest, 2019 was really not that all great either for many people. But I hope and I pray that these remaining days of this calendar year might be filled with hope, might be filled with faith, might be filled with joy and peace and new love, New life and the love and grace of God for each and every single one of you. I pray that for as challenging as these days of this year have been, that these remaining days would be that much greater for you and your loved ones. I pray that you might have a wonderful New Year's Eve and that 2022 might be a better year for all of humanity and all of creation. I pray that it could be a year when we can come together more in love and grace, a year when we might see everyone show a little bit more kindness, a little more patience, a little more mercy, and a little more grace to each other and to ourselves. I pray that it can be a year when we will see more justice, more ending of oppression, more neighbors, loving neighbors, and a year when we will finally see every single person the way that Jesus sees all of us as beloved children of God, all equal and worthy of being, mercy, grace, and love. I pray that 2022 might be so amazing and full of joy and good news for you and your loved ones that these last few years become a faded memory And that we can live into the joy of the birth of our Savior. Amen. If you would rise as you are able for our closing hymn, number 251, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Beloved children of God, let us go forth rejoicing in the light of God's love. Thanks be to God, may the love of Christ that shines in you shine brightly in the world wherever you may go. And the blessing of God, divine giver, radiant light, and fountain of life bless you and keep you always and forevermore. Go in peace and serve the Lord. Amen.